We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 33 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I am managing editor at Pixelkin.org and the mother of a three-year-old. I'm joined today by Linda Brenneman, fellow mother and publisher of Pixelkin. Hello. Hello. And um, I, I love this nickname that Courtney just gave me, vacuum cleaner, <laughs> Simone de Rochefort. <laughs> It's me. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're joined by Courtney Holmes, uh, who uh, is our Nintendo gal, and we love her. So I'm sorry. I have to do this. I have to do this. <laughs> the conversation that we were just having before we started recording was about how Simone eats less than savory <laughs> things <laughs> on many occasions. Courtney makes it sound like I'm rummaging through the trash every day looking for lunch. But that's only happened twice in the past year. <laughs> And really, it was just more of a, you know, adding to, uh, augmenting my my meals with with trash food. It is very handy if I, like, ever get a lunch item at the grocery store and I decide I don't really like it much. I can just pass it over to you. No matter what it is, you will finish it for me. Literally, no matter what it is. Yeah. Yes. There's only one thing that you've stopped me from eating, and it was that bad sandwich. Yeah. Which I still <laughs> resent you for. No, no, no. You, it was for the best. <laughs> you know what that sandwich <laughs> Well, you don't know that. How old were the burritos in your drawer? The burrito was only a day old. Okay, only. But it was unrefrigerated. But it was fine. In their desk drawer, uh, yes. In my desk drawer. No. It was only overnight. <laughs> it had chicken and sour cream in it. I mean, I know it was fine. <laughs> no, it's not fine. I hey. hope your poor mother isn't listening to this I podcast. I hope so, right too. Now. But you know what? I'm sitting here today speaking to you all, so clearly... <laughs> And that was Chipotle, too. That was before the E. coli scandal, but, you know. Oh, my God. Whatever. I'm uh, fine. Yeah, Simone is still alive. <laughs> I'm stronger than all of you. I'm ready for the apocalypse. Yeah. I'll be eating dumpster food every day. Yeah. Uh, okay. That apocalypse. <laughs> all right. Uh, so let's jump right into news. Uh, I don't know what day you all listeners are listening, but for us, it is Wednesday, and tomorrow is Thanksgiving which means yeah. Friday is Black Friday. Screams. It's here. Yeah. It's this cue for me to lock my doors and stay in my house. Yeah. Do any of us go out for Black Friday? I did once and I never again. <laughs> I've never done it. I feel the same way, Courtney. I did yeah. once in like, you know, 1984 or something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's about A it. A different time. Yeah. I think it's got exponentially worse. Yeah. Yeah. from what you look for look at on the news. Mm-hmm. That's that's my only Black Friday reference. And they're doing it in Canada now too, even though their Thanksgiving is like two months before ours, which is <sighs> that's not unfair. But you know, <laughs> we're a bad well, influence on them. Why were you going to go up to Canada to get all your deals? So. <laughs> no, I just it's not unfair. I love they can do whatever they want. So. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I want Thanksgiving sooner in the year, closer to my birthday, perhaps. It's so. been kind of like China recently did a like a treat yourself day, Singles Day. Oh yeah, um, which uh, I don't know if you heard about. I heard about it on the news where it was mostly Alibaba decided to throw this giant event for Singles Day, which was a celebration of all the people who are not in a relationship in China, where it's basically treat yourself. You go and you shop <laughs> and buy a bunch of stuff online, and it was kind of like Black Friday. That um, sounds perfect. Yeah, I would indulge in that day. Actually, that's every day of my life. Yeah, so maybe I don't need a day to celebrate it. <laughs> <laughs> Make every day a celebration. Yeah, so even though none of us would be partaking of the Black Friday, there are a lot 
lots and lots of deals and discounts out there. Mm-hmm. We're going to brief you on these briefly because there are so many. So let's start with Target. Target has everything, <laughs> everything under the sun on sale on Black Friday, including a 500 gigabyte. Gigabyte Xbox One with Gears of War for $299.99, which also includes a $60 Target gift card. They do that like every year. Mm-hmm. They throw in a gift card. <laughs> I'm not sure why they do that, but they do it. Um, also, 500 gigabyte PlayStation 4 with the Nathan Drake collection for the same price. And then a Wii U with Splatoon and Super Smash Brothers for $249.99. It's such a good deal. I'm so tempted by that. Of all of them, I think if I didn't have a PlayStation 4, I'd want the $300 PlayStation 4 because that's ridiculously awesome. But the Wii U with two games, and I really want a Wii U so I can play Yeah, the, the Smash Blood Wii U Deluxe set is an awesome deal because each of those games retails at $60 on their own. Yeah. So $240 minus $120, that means you're getting the console for less than half price. Yeah. Oh. Is that the thing where you have to be there at... 2 a.m. on Black Friday or something. Or... I don't know exactly how Target is doing it. Another great option for if you're looking for a cheap Wii U is uh, Nintendo relatively recently opened their own eBay page that's official where they sell refurbished consoles. And I've seen a couple on there that are also incredibly cheap. So it wouldn't be brand new, but it would be like new. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And GameStop has this too, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. That was not. One of the lists that I printed out. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you'd be surprised. Um, we were at Costco over the weekend, and they have the consoles, obviously, for cheaper there because everything is cheaper there. And we were, like, debating, like, oh, maybe we should maybe we should get, you know, the Wii U, though, had Super Smash Brothers. That's the bundle. It was just Super Smash Brothers. And mm-hmm. we don't really care about Super Smash Brothers. So it's like, oh, if we're going to get a bundle, we would want something else in it. Mm-hmm. But we were close. We were getting close. And the PS4 was there, too. But then I was like, is there anything I want to play on PS4 right now? No. no. <laughs> so I would rather get the Wii U at this point. Uh, I yeah. think you should so. because you have to start training Anna to be I know. an esports player. That was one of my arguments that I said to Isaac. <laughs> I'm like, she could play a lot of these games. Yeah. Because, you know, it's one button. It's really easy to do. So She could be a Smash champion if you start now. Well, but we're not getting Smash Brothers because well, my husband doesn't like it. change your mind. Right. <laughs> Isaac! Um, <laughs> Um, so other stuff at Target, the new Nintendo 3DS XL is $179.99. You can get various controllers and headsets for cheap and uh, lots of games. Don't uh, they have Skylanders and Disney Infinity, Infinity both on sale for like $35? Yeah, 35 bucks. Yeah, which is... Well, 35 the- bucks for Skylanders... Seventy four ninety nine for Disney Infinity. Is that right? Because I remember I them know. both being the same price when I was looking at the Target, like the the twenty page brochure that they sent everyone about their Black Friday deals. So thirty four dollars or thirty five dollars is the price of a Skylanders expansion pack. So if you get the the starter pack of Superchargers for that much, you are making money. <laughs> I was just looking to see <laughs> see who we can blame for the misinformation. And it turns out it is you, Simone. It's me? It is oh, you. No. You wrote this story. <laughs> um, Why did I lie? Why did I lie <laughs> I to everyone? Um, so other stuff that's on sale, uh, Guitar Hero Live for 60 I don't know if that includes the controller or not. Rock Band 4 is $199. That would definitely include the bundle thing with the guitar and the drums. Oh, um, nice. 
uh, no, the Skylander starter pack is $34.99. That's the same up here. Yeah, you messed up the top one. Disney Infinity starter pack, $34.99. Lego Dimensions, is that a starter pack that they uh, have too or no? Well, there's so many expansion packs that I guess you could call it a starter pack. But okay. Yeah. That's $79.99. So. Yeah, it's usually $99.99. So it's a $20 savings. Uh, excuse you. I definitely wrote Disney Infinity starter pack thirty four ninety nine in the article. So I don't know what's wrong with you, Nicole. <laughs> I saw it at one part of the article, but in another part, <laughs> it was different. All right. All right. All right. We'll, we'll the, take a look at that later. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. In the bullet points, you've got it right. But under the uh, huge deals on Toys to Life section. They're each down to $34.99 from $74.99 and $64.99 oh, respectively. From, I'm sorry, from. I missed the from. <laughs> Apologies. Anyway. We did not publish misinformation. Yay, everybody wins. <laughs> I don't have to fight Nicole in the pit. <laughs> Well, maybe still day. do. That'll um, probably happen eventually. Um, Can so, that just happen after Thanksgiving and we'll just kind of roll slowly <laughs> at each other? <laughs> uh, Slow slap fight before yeah. we pass into turkey comas. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. Um, so back to the deals. PlayStation <laughs> 4. Um, the general sale, I guess, is this going to be everywhere? Um, 300 bucks. Yeah. For the PS4 with the uh, the Nathan Nathan Drake, Drake uh, yeah Nathan Drake collection. So that's basically like their their big thing that they're pimping out right now. Because the if you get that, then you get the you get into the beta for um, the fourth Uncharted game, which comes out in March, I think. So they're really trying to get people to play that. Yes. Beta, does that mean it's going to be multiplayer? There's going to be multiplayer in it. They've all, all the, or I think at least the second and third Uncharted games had multiplayer. The remastered ones that are in that bundle don't have multiplayer, but then they're bringing it back for the fourth game, which is coming out for the PS4. So, yep. Hmm. Who knew? Yeah. The, I knew. The 2013 <laughs> Tomb Raider had multiplayer too. But oh, yeah, never, it did, didn't it? I never. Dragon Age Inquisition has multiplayer. I always forget. Huh. Like, it's so weird. Why? It's so tacked on. Like nobody – I know. And, I, obviously somebody plays it. And it but, must take so much like testing to get the servers and everything yeah. working. Like why Why bother? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they took it out of Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Good on you, Ubisoft. You <laughs> made oh, a good did. choice. Yeah. It's in Unity. It's not in Syndicate. Yeah. Um, okay. So Microsoft, um, they've got some crazy deals going on here. So this is specifically um, their uh, Xbox One store. And the only the prices that I wrote down are for those who are gold members. So it's going to cost a little bit more if you're a silver member. But you've got Evolve for sixteen bucks, uh, Dark Souls two for twenty, Mortal Kombat for twenty nine ninety nine, Grand Theft Auto five for thirty five ninety nine, the entire Telltale Games collection for thirty six thirty, which I believe includes Wolf Among Us, Walking Dead. Uh, Game of Thrones as it is right now, season one, and um, something else. Tales too. from the Borderlands, or might have Tales from it? the Borderlands in it too. There are like four awesome. or five of them in there. Um, not Minecraft story mode. No, no, not no. Minecraft. Um, but some of the crazy stuff that they've really got going is games for the 360. Um, but lots of these games can be played on the Xbox One because of the backwards compatibility thing. Mass Effect. Four dollars. Oh, oh my god. god. Four dollars. Wow. Do you believe that? It's incredible the depreciation of video game prices. Like 
$60 to $4. Yeah, and you can play it on your Xbox One. Like, ah. win-win. Uh, Assassin's Creed 2 for $5. Oh Assassin's God. Creed 3 for 660 Those are good. Batman Arkham City for 5 Bioshock for 5 Halo 4 for 6 Fallout New Vegas for seven fifty, Portal Two for six sixty, Titanfall for five, and Red Dead Redemption for ten fifty. And that's at the point where, like, if I had, you know, I have Bioshock on the PS three and the um, PC, but I would just freaking buy it again. Five bucks. That's yeah. So yeah. Some of awesome. these aren't Xbox One stuff. Bioshock mm-hmm. is is coming. It's not yet. Okay. Um, same thing for Halo Four. So, but Mass Effect is <laughs> absolutely. Oh. So. <laughs> Yeah, so that's go- awesome. <laughs> I mean, if you have a 360 or an Xbox One, go buy Mass Effect because it's a fabulous game, and to pay four dollars for it is just insane in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so on to Nintendo. Nintendo's got a bunch of stuff in various places. Um, there, like uh, Courtney already said, the Smash Splat Wii U Deluxe set for two seventy nine ninety nine. Uh, most major retailers. But discounted at Target and Walmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Splatoon is twenty five bucks at Walmart. Mario Party ten, twenty five bucks at Walmart. Um, bunch of three DS stuff is on sale. Looks like most of the games are about fifteen bucks. Um, the Amiibo you buy one figure or card and get one for forty percent off at Toys R Us. And the Super Mario Brothers Anniversary Mario, in parentheses, modern color. Amiibo for twelve ninety six at Walmart. Oh, and that's so, the yeah. one that's like all pixely. Yeah, uh, that came out with the Super Mario Maker game. They're also they just today the on Wednesday the twenty fifth started their online cyber deals. A bunch of their games are marked down as much as fifty percent off. Uh, there's a tons of really good titles on here, including Captain Toad Treasure Tracker is now twenty seven ninety nine. Oh wow, that's great. Um, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD is $35. Pikmin is $39. Okay. Um, so. All right. I'm getting the Wii U. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it. Yay. Yeah. Well, Rayman Legends is only $20. So, yeah, check out the, the cyber deals on their holiday page. You're killing me, yeah. guys. I'm trying yeah. not to buy a console. Again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so there's lots of great deals, I think, across all of them. Yeah. Hopefully most of them you can find online and you won't have to actually go into the store and risk your lives. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a Steam sale going on right now? Yeah, I just saw mm. the article about it today. So there is a Steam sale going on. Yeah. Okay. Um, that will be fun, too. <laughs> yes. No, it won't. <laughs> but I think they they did away with their kind of daily deal things mm-hmm. during the holidays. Okay. Um, but their holiday sale has started. Yeah, they're doing two big holiday sales. One, I think, goes from either today or tomorrow until December 1st. And then the other goes from the 16th of December to the 31st. And basically everything, there's there's only going to be one, like, big price drop for the games participating in the sale. So they'll all go down um, and they'll have that same price throughout the duration of the sale. So you won't have to worry about checking in Every on day. flash sales. Yes. Yeah. All right, so so if you're out doing all of that shopping and you're a parent, obviously, there are some toys to life things that you're probably considering. And our lovely expert, <laughs> Simone de Rochefort, Me. has been following the toys to life bonanza. <laughs> so um, That's a good word for it. It is, isn't yeah. it? Um, so what are your recommendations? So I have... 
I have put serious thought into which Skylanders are worth buying when it comes to Black Friday and the whole holiday season. I think number one, the the Sky Racing Pack and the Sea Racing Pack are really, really important. If you bought Skylanders Superchargers, you know that there are only two races available with the Starter Pack. They're two of the land races. So by buying one of these $35 racing packs, you get everything that you need to unlock all of the Sea Tracks and all of the Sky Tracks. And it makes it just such a more complete game. You can race full circuits with your friends or family. And then you can also race as the villains and then play, or, sorry, race the villains, beat them, and then play as them. That's the whole process of, you know, racing villains and Skylanders Superchargers. So the Sky Racing Action Pack is only available at Toys R Us right now because Activision likes to hurt me physically and emotionally. Toys R Us gets <laughs> lots of exclusives. They really they? do. Then they have some exclusive Amiibo stuff yeah. at one point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they totally did. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the 8-bit one, I think that's a Toys R Us. No, no, I lied. That's not. <laughs> but one yeah, of them is. Yeah. They, they have had exclusives before. Courtney, liar but, Holmes, we call yeah. you. I also but, know they but, have a, But hmm. these days, you do not have to go into that store. No, you can buy it on the internet. You can buy internets. it on the internet. <laughs> yeah. What a. It's a miracle. Bonus. That so is. yeah, they have this. They have the Sky Racing Action Pack, and it's right now they only have the legendary Astro Blast one, which I mean is pretty cool. It costs the same amount as a regular one, and you get the legendary coloring of that figure. And then the Sea Racing Action Pack is available in more places. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it at Best Buy. And that comes with my favorite vehicle, which is this awesome golden green submarine called the Reef Ripper. Um, it's pretty cool. So, oh, yeah. I think that was the one that Anna kind of oh, yeah? picked up off the thing at PAX. It's so yeah. pretty. That's the one that she wanted to play with. Yeah. She went and grabbed the Skylanders off of the thing before <laughs> okay, I could stop her. No. <laughs> <laughs> That but was pretty pe- much my reaction, too. <laughs> the people there were just like, oh, yeah, she could play with it. Like, the Skylanders okay. team at PAX, I still feel like those guys are my BFFs. Shout out yeah. to them. Yeah. Whatever their names they are. They were so happy and upbeat. We went by that booth a bunch of times, and they were yeah. always there, and they remembered us. Yeah. While yeah. we were confused and they just and don't even know their names. They just love Skylanders so darn much. <laughs> that was me, too, once upon a time. Or they uh, were getting paid a lot of money, <laughs> although I doubt <laughs> I doubt that the latter is actually. Oh the yeah, case, you get paid so. the sweet convention bucks for standing <laughs> on the floor for twelve hours a day. <laughs> so yes, those two action packs are the probably the most important thing to making Superchargers feel like a worthwhile racing game. And then other than that, I have a couple. There are a few figurines that I, I think are awesome. Um, one is Nightfall, and she's a figure that is coming out. In the second wave of Skylanders, she doesn't have a release date yet, but her vehicle has been out for a long time, and it's um, one of the vehicles that comes with the Dark Edition starter pack. It's called the Sea Shadow. So, like, if you have that or if you've bought that vehicle in just your your desperation to have more vehicles in Skylanders, get her so that you can have your the supercharged Sea Shadow once she comes out. And then Fiesta, who's awesome. He's a dancing mariachi skull with a little band of skeletons that play instruments, and I love him. So that, that's a very a very personal aesthetic choice that I've made there. Um, but he's available, so that's that's wonderful. And then there's a bird called Stormblade that has knife wings, and I I love her. That's my those well, are my five my top five recommendations. They do sound kind of awesome. They're really cool. The thing I love about Stormblade is that she. 
I, I couldn't even tell that she was a female character at first. Like, they really do a good job of making interesting female characters that aren't, like, super gendered with, like, bows and giant eyelashes, which you must know is a huge problem with kids' toys. Like, yes. they're like, oh, it's a girl character? Let's uh put pink on it. Yes. And they have they have pink Skylanders. Like, they have this really cool one that um, is a magician, and she has a paintbrush, and uh, she wears, like, all pink and has little pink pigtails. And that's awesome because they also have characters like Stormblade who are totally not gendered at all. She's just like a really happy-go-lucky bird with knife wings. So like that's, my, yeah. that's my aesthetic. Very cool. <laughs> so we got some – a little bit of – we got a video today about Disney Infinity, the Force Awakens mm-hmm. pack. So Yeah, that's coming out when the movie comes out. Yeah. Which I think everyone knows is December 18th. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's coming out. Um, with the new characters with it and all that. So. From the new movie. Yeah. Force Awakens. So that's so pumped. big, huge news, but that's all we know about it right now, yeah. basically. Oh. Are they doing – they're doing yeah. a playset for that? Yeah. As well as – okay. No, awesome. really smart yeah. that they're not releasing trailers or anything because uh, Disney's done a great job of keeping the whole plot really under wraps for the new Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. It is top secret material, so having – ads for toys is actually one of the ways that other movie plots have been famously spoiled in the past. Really? Yeah, yeah. that happens that. quite a lot. They'll release a toy set for a character and they'll be wearing like an, an evil dark outfit and you're like, oh, they must change fashions partway through. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Spoiled. You know, it's a lot, Hasbro. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is a trailer, but I guess I don't know Star Wars inside and out as much as you do, Courtney, so you should watch it and see okay. if you can find any I spoilers. Will. Let mm. us know. <laughs> Or like, um, yeah. I think it was the Amazing Spider-Man Two um, was supposed to have. Uh, who's the character who was played by the redhead in the original Spider-Man movie that wasn't rebooted? Anyway, Mary Jane. Mary Jane was going to be in Amazing Spider-Man Two, and her they actually made it. She, her character made it so far along the process that they released toys for her, but then they cut her out of the final movie. Wow. Yeah. You may guess that character's name a lot more complicated than Spider-Man <laughs> loves Mary Jane. Well, he's with like Gwen, right? In the That's uh, actually the title of like a, a, a graphic novel. Spider-Man, Spider-Man loves, loves Mary Jane. Jane which nice. my husband bought for me because he thought, "Hey, you, know, you like it." And it's just like teenage romance. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I'm like, "Thanks. Thanks for the thought, honey, but Aww. this is terrible." Is <laughs> um, it so like Archie comics for Spider-Man? <laughs> Yeah, sort of. Though I hear that the Archie comics have actually gotten kind of crazy. Jughead is hot now. <laughs> <laughs> is he really? He really is. Oh, I keep seeing I... pictures of it. It's being written by Chip Zdarsky, who uh, wrote Sex Criminals, I think, with Matt Fraction. And he made Jughead really hot. And oh, my it's, gosh. That's so cool. It's great. That's that's literally all I know about it is just these pictures of Jughead looking, like, sullen and hot. So I always felt sorry for Jughead. I never, never felt got, sorry for Jughead. I was always really got. into him. Oh, <laughs> seriously? Well, yeah, I, I don't think we can take her word on how hot he is now. <laughs> Go look that up for yourself. <laughs> oh, I'll send you pictures to put in the show notes. You'll see. <laughs> All right. We'll see. All right. Um, but will we see him on Amazon Fire TV? Uh, probably not. Okay. <laughs> Well, then you're going to talk about the Fire TV anyhow. That was a that was a smooth segue, Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> so I was able to review the Amazon Fire TV, which came out last month, and they have a gaming edition out. The regular Fire TV is ninety nine ninety nine, and that comes with you know the 
the box itself and the remote. The gaming edition is $139.99, and instead of the remote, it comes with the Amazon Fire gaming controller, which is usually $50, so you're technically, you're getting it at, like, $10 off, I think, by buying the gaming edition, and it is, I think, a really... I love the Fire TV. Um, it is a, an incredible streaming box, especially if you have Amazon Prime. The selection of movies and TV shows is mind-blowing. Like, there's just so much stuff that you have access to. But if I were going to be using it as a gaming console at all, I would want the gaming edition because the remote is... Terrible. Terrible <laughs> for playing games. It's wonderful for just, like, flipping through movies and picking movies and stuff. So awful for gaming that it blows my mind. But, you know, it isn't for that. That's why they have the gaming edition and that special controller that they made. Um, The controller basically has everything that you would expect from a regular gaming controller. The selection of games on the Fire TV was both... It was, like, simultaneously impressive and not impressive at all. They The way that they present all their content, they really do content first. So they, they hide the apps... Like, on, on the Apple TV, you're presented with this screen where you have all the apps. Like, you have Netflix, you have Hulu Plus, etc. On the Fire TV, it's a little different. They they really try to show off, like, these are all the movies you can watch. These are all the TV shows you can watch. And that works really well when you're looking at movies and TV because, you know, you have Amazon selection, which is massive. But when it comes to games, it basically just means you have some great games like Minecraft Story Mode out there. You have Fibbage out there. And they're next to all these, like, crappy games that people made in five minutes and published on the App Store and, like, Horse Racing Ultimate 3D 2015 free, which is a game <laughs> that exists. <laughs> <So> their developers <laughs> are not listening to us. I'm so sorry, but... <laughs> You're it ga- didn't even have hoof sound effects. It was literally just like it was silent horse racing. Why? You should have called it that. Silent horse racing. Silent horse. I would intriguing. Buy that. Yeah. I mean, I did buy it. It was free. I downloaded it. <laughs> but yeah, all the and they have a, a Star Wars Lego game, which again I think is fine with the Fire Gaming controller. Terrible with the remote because you're and, and unfortunately the the deal with games like that is that it was designed to be played with the remote as well as the controller so the controls are super simple it has a bunch of different game modes but they're all basically clones of each other because they're meant to be played with the remote you can only do so many things with it and unlike the new apple tv remote it doesn't have an accelerometer or a gyroscope mm-hmm. so it's basically just button pressing that's all you can do with it you can't even turn it on its side because that's just the way it is um so If you are looking to buy the Fire TV as a gaming device, definitely get the gaming edition. Um, It's a a very good price for what you're getting, especially if you're going to be watching a lot of TV and you have Amazon Prime. Um, It definitely doesn't replace a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One. I don't know if anyone expected it to. If you did, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The one person out there who wanted that. Okay, whatever. Um, But as a family device, I think it's really great because it does – it has a lot of kid-friendly titles and the television, like I said, is just – expansive and incredible if you already have a gaming console is it worth buying that really depends on what you want i suspect that if you're a parent who doesn't play a lot you're probably not listening to this podcast but um navigating it i think would be more or less challenging and more familiar for a parent who doesn't play and is intimidated by a console like the playstation 4 that being said the only reason that I personally have an Apple TV right now is so that I can watch TV in my bedroom. I do all of my Netflix, Hulu, everything else from the PlayStation 4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really kind of depends on 
what exactly your setup is and what games you want to play. They do have a lot of old games that are Android ports, actually, because mm. um, the Fire OS is based on Android. So they have a bunch of like, old Final Fantasy games. They have DuckTales Remastered, which actually comes with the gaming edition, which Duck- is bizarre. <laughs> I know. Like, why? Good choice. But, but it's so been random. remastered. Who thought to remaster DuckTales? That's what I want to know. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> In between launching rockets. Yeah. Yeah. And they have uh, Knights of the Old Republic on there, which is one I totally didn't expect to see. That's like classic Star Wars RPG. Um, so they have a lot of stuff that you would not expect and that you'd be very impressed to find. And it runs great on the fire. Um, but again, that it's buried in piles of cheap free apps. So yeah. Cool. So Riot, uh, who is the developer who makes League of Legends, they are cracking down on bad behavior very seriously they're awesome yeah we've heard like many types of things that they've been doing they're doing another so in their big update that is coming i think it's the beginning of next year they're adding the kind of loot feature where Mm -hmm. after you've you know finished a game if your team won you can get all this kind of stuff like maybe a free skin or a free character um and so anybody who's bad in league of legends is not gonna have access to that at all badass pretty Nuts. It's okay, Simone. I, I think we're fine there. Do they have to go to trial or something? Like, how do they? You know, I, I'm not, I don't think Riot is even clear on how they determine who is a bad player. Obviously, it's, um, it's going to come from other players reporting them, like what mm-hmm. they say in chat and mm-hmm. um, all that kind of stuff. But, um, but yeah. that's super cool. It's nice to see it's good. a developer. They, they need to do stuff. Yeah. And they've made so many more strides, I think, than other developers of multiplayer games to make sure – to keep the community in line, which is great because their community is super toxic. Yeah. But um, I think the, the only thing they're unsure of is at what point a player's account is deemed, quote-unquote, too toxic to access the, the new loot and crafting system. But they do have in place, and they have had in place, I think, for a while now, um, a system where players can rate other players after yeah. matches and – be like, hey, you're bad. Yes. <laughs> you were mean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so that's cool. Uh, yeah. uh, in other news, Billy Mitchell, I don't know if everybody out there knows who <laughs> Billy Mitchell is. He held the high score on Donkey Kong, and I believe it was Ms. Pac-Man, um, for a long time, like old school arcade guy, um, which is probably how you would have heard of him and not by his signature hot sauce. <laughs> which is also sold uh, – it's around where he lives. His, he has a hot sauce. He also has kind of well, – I would say bad, but some people might say wonderful hair that he takes <laughs> lots of care of and he always wears a tie. Um, so Billy Mitchell, um, he's kind of a jerk. He always has been a jerk. Um, if you've watched the uh, documentary King of Kong, you will see Billy Mitchell at his jerkiness. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's really, yeah, it's fascinating. You get a little, that's a great documentary. You get this yeah. great look into the world of competitive arcade gaming. Yeah. And basically it's sort of following the story of, uh, this guy who's been training on his, his home, uh, Donkey Kong cabinet yeah. to try to break the world record and he does break it, but then he, and then he challenges Billy Mitchell to break it in person and Billy Mitchell just won't show up. Yeah. He just doesn't come and he like doesn't take him seriously. Yeah. 
Ah. That's yeah, terrible. Yeah. But That's did true. he did he break did he get the record? Like, uh, yes. he did. And then Billy Mitchell got it back and then someone else yeah, beat him it's, and it's, yeah, it bounces uh, back and forth. Yeah, so. it's been bouncing back and forth since they made that movie. Wow. But it's totally kind of like an underdog type thing. You're really rooting for this other guy. Um and they're like the gaming the the people who keep track of the high score and kind of do the uh the official thing. I'm totally blanking on this guy's name right now, but he always wears a referee shirt. And I actually yeah. saw him at E3 once. Um but anyhow, he, his organization keeps track of the high scores. And um, so the way that you uh, do this is you submit a videotape of you getting the high score. Like you tape the entire gaming session yeah. all the way up. And when you send in the video, like some people were saying, oh, there's some little thing going on here in the video and he may have cheated and blah, blah, blah. Oh. And so they come to his house and take a look at the, I don't know if it's called the motherboard or whatever, in his arcade machine to see if there's anything messed with it that he could have been cheating. This poor guy, like, it had to go through the ringer wow. for them to even accept um, his high score, which right. is terrible. No, but another really interesting thing is that this organization that keeps track of high scores is kind of just like one guy in his hobby. Like, it's, yes. it's learning about, like, how that works and who gets the title of top person in any game is is really it is very homemade and it's interesting yeah. to kind of watch that process happen yeah that's the guy in the referee shirt that i mm-hmm. saw at e3 he's a very interesting individual <laughs> you get to learn a lot about him in that documentary too so if you want an inside look of arcade <laughs> play in the early 80s you should watch this documentary because it's fascinating um but the topic of billy mitchell comes up because he has been suing, who was it? Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network because of how he was portrayed in which show was it? Regular show. Regular show. <laughs> so I saw, I just, I haven't watched it. I just saw a picture of it. Quiz Courtney day. I watched so it. I watched you watched it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, why don't you tell us then what happened? Uh, so, basically, in this episode of Regular Show, which I don't know if you've seen it or not, um, but it's a cartoon. It's about these two guys who are in their, like, mid-20s, and they have mid-20s life adventures. It's it's strange and lovely. Um, they are, like, trying to get some they're, – they're working, and then they decide to go to an arcade, and they're playing this arcade game. And they end up getting super into it, and they're about to beat the high score when suddenly this strange, giant, disembodied head floats down from outer space and says he holds, like, the universe high score. And mysteriously, (laughs) this floating head, whose name is Garrett Bobby Ferguson, or GBF, they call him (laughs) Giant Bearded Face. Um, So then they have this big, like, battle in the arcade, and they're fighting each other, and GBF grows these creepy little arms out of his beard so he could, like, control the arcade machine. (laughs) It's really weird. And, and, like, he's sort of... picked it as evil and and then you know, the it ends but like so uh it, pretty obviously it was based off billy, billy mitchell, mitchell yeah. but it never says billy mitchell it never says it explicitly the only way you can tell is the fact that they're playing an arcade that he has the same hair and that he's being a jerk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a judge had the greatest quote about this when so when this went to court and this was new jersey federal district judge ann thompson said The television character does not match the plaintiff in appearance. GBF appears as a non-human creature, a giant floating head with no body from outer space, while the plaintiff is a human being. (laughs) When GBF loses his title, the character literally explodes, unlike the plaintiff. (laughs) Both of those could be, like... 
uh, <laughs> Billy Mitchell is a human being. Okay. That's debatable. Fair enough. Um, I know he he hasn't exploded yet, but I'm sure there are lots of people who would like to witness <laughs> that explosion. So, um, so yeah, that's pretty funny. I, it's kind of you know ridiculous that he sued in the first place. Yeah, like why you know? would why? Well, you know what it probably is is I bet he has really good reason for being on edge about his portrayal in the media ever since that documentary came out. It's that like is true. It's very easy for us to sit here and call him a jerk, but you know we've never met him, and <laughs> I'd like to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. You know, that Courtney, being you're said, so sweet. <laughs> maybe he's nice in person. Yeah, but also probably satire. Not. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. Yeah, it was dumb to go against the show. Um, I think that that could not possibly have ended well for him, as it clearly didn't yes. end well for him. It must be a wonderful day, like when you're a, a, a court, a judge, and you get to judge a ridiculous case. It's like yeah. I don't like the cartoon head that looks like me. Honestly, if somebody <laughs> did like made a cartoon head of me, I would be so thrilled. I would show it to every single person. Nice. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm a little less famous. You though. know, maybe this whole thing was like a PR stunt because you know it did King get of... his name in headlines. It again. did, yeah. yeah. So maybe which he's is... going to make his own cartoon where maybe. he is suspiciously a giant flying head who serves hot sauce to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> it could happen. I like it. One of the funniest things about that movie is him stocking a local grocery store shelf with his hot sauce. Apparently, after the documentary came out, Billy Mitchell said in an interview that the only reason he didn't show up for the challenge was that the makers of the documentary didn't give him enough time to prepare for the for the um, showdown, and he wanted to practice first. But apparently, in in a in another interview, the filmmakers referred to Billy Mitchell as a quote unquote puppet master and so there were several phone calls that they could not include in the documentary because of interstate phone laws oh my god oh boy <laughs> which is interesting interstate phone laws apparently that's a thing i know <laughs> who knew wow that is weird so uh so yeah billy mitchell uh jerk and a loser now um oh. <laughs> Fighting words from yes. Tanner. Um, Maybe he'll come on the show now. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe he'll sue us. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't think we can handle that. We take it back, Billy Mitchell. Listen to Courtney. Good luck. Um, so there was some music game news this week. Um, there seems to be music game news coming out of Harmonix every week. But this week was especially interesting um, because Van ha- they're going to have more Van Halen songs. But also... You're going to be able to get Fallout costumes to put on your band members, which is super cool. And uh, on the Van Halen front, um, Hot for Teacher is one of the songs that's going to be in there. Sadly, Jump is not. (laughs) Jump. Would you like to sing it for us now just to... No. (laughs) But, you know... When I wrote the headline for Remesh and Linda got it and she thought it was wonderful and she asked like if any of our lovely younger coworkers got it silence <laughs> crickets chirping I recognize yep. the the tune because I played it in marching band like four times. Van Halen yeah. sure is yeah. a band. Yeah. It was a really good headline on Remesh and I'm just yeah. so sorry that these youngsters <laughs> didn't get it. Yes, I'm, good. It's like the yeah. very first band formation I ever did in high school was a giant VH for Van Halen. Wow. Nice. Yeah. I hear they band. have both guitarists and a drummer and that they also have vocals. You mean it's not just one person? Yeah. It's not just <laughs> Van Halen himself. Yes, and David Lee Roth was very um uh 
He could do the splits as Simone. Pitts. I noticed that. <laughs> I started watching the music video for Jump and I was very impressed. I didn't realize that everyone in the 80s could do the splits. Yeah, pretty much. The 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 splits kind of went along with the big hair and the yeah. That's could fantastic. you either of you guys ever do the splits? Absolutely not. No. I was talking no. to you you weren't alive in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> No. Couldn't do it then, can't do it now. <laughs> no, I did go through a big hair thing. I wasn't really that old. I was at 89, I would would have been tw- I was 12. So I was just starting to get into my I must look good. Let me tease my hair and you know, mm. soak it in Aquanet. I guess you're kind of lucky thing. you missed the big hair years. Yeah. I had some gigantic hair. <laughs> <laughs> and earrings as big as coffee tables. Yeah. Wow. And shoulder pads like Oh, shoulder players. pads. Yeah. You couldn't get a shirt without shoulder pads. <laughs> Linda, you yeah. rock Seriously. shoulder pads. I don't know. I, I definitely get like the intense 80s businesswoman vibe. And oh, I, I mean, man. In a very good way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. Some of the styles have sort of come back. Like I had these hot pink like really hot pink fuchsia like legging type pants thing where I had this big oversized shirt that I wore with it and there was this little shirt clip thing that you stuffed the corner of your shirt through and kind of pulled it up. So I had some of that stuff. That's the flash dance influence. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That sounds very complex. I did not have leg warmers though. There were lots of girls who wore the leg warmers around just for fashion reasons. unfortunately did have a pair of leg warmers in high school. (laughs) They were yellow. Were you learning to dance? No. (laughs) Okay, I don't even want to (laughs) know. I don't know even. (laughs) Questionable fashion for me in high school. You know, we've all been there. It's okay. Remember when skirts over pants were a thing? Oh, yeah. 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 You know, I think if you dressed well in high school, you missed out on some great learning opportunities. That's all I'm going to say. (laughs) Photos. Great photos. Oh, wow. Um, So in more music game news, there are a bunch of new songs coming to Guitar Hero Live, which uh, they're only going to Guitar Hero TV. So Mm -hmm. you have to play the TV. Like, this is confusing. So Guitar Hero is totally different than Rock Band now. So you get a few songs on the disc. Um, The guitar is different. It's uh, got, like, three buttons kind of stacked on, on, on top of each other, which is actually more like a real guitar. And you get a few songs on the disc, and the rest of the thing you play on this Guitar Hero TV, uh, which is like a constantly streaming bit of songs that you can play along with. So you play these songs, you don't actually get the songs. You earn credits toward getting the song. So, you know, you have to play it like five or six times as it comes up in this rotation in order to be able to sort of own the song. There's no, like, paid DLC. It is... Or, or of course, you can buy credits uh, with real money so that you can get any song that you want anytime. So, so all those songs are going into Guitar Hero TV, and I expect that's going to be the case with everything moving forward mm-hmm. in that. Um, but there's also a really interesting article on Polygon that kind of talked about what the future of game, not just Guitar Hero, but kind of in gaming in general might be. And that was because um, he played Guitar Hero on his... Uh, tablet and it's basically the exact same functionality as playing on uh, a console that's amazing yeah Yeah. it was kind of like tablet games have come so far that like why would you spend that kind of Mm -hmm. money on a console and like it worked with the controller and everything that's what i was thinking with the the fire tv as well because a lot of 
really complex games. You know, you're not getting games like Assassin's Creed Syndicate on it yet, but I imagine you could. You can play the full Skylander Superchargers on the iPad Air. Yeah. It's a huge complex game. It doesn't even work on the Wii or the Nintendo 3DS anymore, but it'll play on your iPad. Yeah. So definitely in the future, I think we could see a lot more of these multi-use, maybe even not dedicated game consoles, but other devices being used for the games that we right now consider um, restricted to these big consoles. As long as you have a controller yes. that works yes. with yes. Right. So and I think, do you they, know, that's can, a, sorry. One question, do they have, do, do the controllers work with like a Bluetooth connection? Is that no, how I'm work? not sure how with it the, works. With the iPad, uh, you use a Bluetooth controller. Um, Apple released a Bluetooth controller for the Apple TV that connects that way. And I believe uh, the, uh, yes, in fact, the Amazon Fire TV also uses a Bluetooth controller. Yeah. So. So the, the guitar must have Bluetooth built in as well. Yeah. I mean, it's already wireless, so it's, you know, right, doing right. something with your console anyhow. But, yeah, so that's interesting. Like, if Apple jumps on the mm-hmm. here's a game controller thing, like, yeah. there are really no limits then, you know, as long as your game runs well mm-hmm. and responds well. So maybe you won't even need a console. Yeah, I think that's where this right? article was sort of yeah. going. Wow. It didn't come right out and say that because it was on Polygon. <laughs> Implying. Um, yeah, but that's kind of what it implied, um, which is it's kind of interesting to yeah. think about. It is totally. interesting. I, I'm super attached to my PS4, but um, like you were saying, Courtney, when you asked me if I would need the Fire TV because I have the PS4, it kind of goes both ways. If you have the Fire TV, maybe you don't necessarily need a PS4 at some point in the no. future. Not now, because there are some, a lot of games that won't work on the Fire TV or just aren't available because it's Android-based. But give it like Or just aren't a available years. because they're Sony properties and they yes. won't put them there. Yes. That's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's where the consoles are going to have the edge there is they're going to have their own properties that are not going to appear anywhere else unless they start to take Nintendo's lead and release things for mobile. But... I don't see that happening anytime soon. I don't think you're going to see Halo on a mobile device. (laughs) To to be clear, Nintendo's mobile games are not – they're never going to have a game that's available on console and mobile. Uh All the mobile games are going to be totally separate, Mm -hmm. unique experiences. And they're going to be designed for mobile games. They're not really interested in porting things over. Uh, a big reason, that thing, that thing that pushed me over the edge to buy my PlayStation 4 was that our Blu-ray player broke. Yes. And um, so that's something that Amazon Fire TV can't do. Yeah, no discs, yeah. just micro SD and USB. Uh, speaking of Halo, I guess, where I actually could see that happen is because of the Windows 10 and Xbox kind of convergence that's happening right now. Where And they're also bringing Windows 10 to Windows phones, and Windows phones are dying. Yeah, haven't However, been Halo spinoff games for Windows phones? Yes, my husband yeah. worked on one. Yeah, Right. It's called I, Spartan Strike. Um, it's on an Xbox One now, too. Yeah. Um, it's a head-down, uh, dual-stick shooter type thing. Um, but, yeah, um, you know, the, they, have, they have games available on Windows Phone. Not your main Halo mm-hmm. series, yeah. but the spinoffs definitely I were. could conceivably see that happening once um, the Windows 10 ecosystem becomes entrenched enough you know, across all those devices. There can yeah. be a lot of cross-play, but the Windows Phone is crap. So. Yeah, well, the the original Halo, um, Halo Combat Evolved, was on PC Yeah. in addition to being on Xbox, mm-hmm. the original Xbox. Um, I don't think the remastered one was, though. Well, none of the other Halos have been. I thought Halo 2 made it over to PC. You know what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I am not up Would on you like my... to phone a friend? Halo mystery. <laughs> You're wearing a Halo we Kitty shirt right now. Just want the, the listeners to know. Yeah, and you know what? I got this shirt before Isaac worked for Microsoft. <gasps> just my credit. Oh, my god! I saw it at PAX, and I'm like, that is hilarious. I must have it. Yeah, so, it's, a, it's a pretty great Hello Kitty it Halo is. crossover. <laughs> it's, yeah, and it's, you know, probably not officially licensed by either, so... Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Don't wear well. it to any Microsoft parties. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't be phoning a friend right now because he's picking up his mother from the airport. Um, <laughs> happy and, Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. That would be um, that would be an interesting conversation. Because <laughs> <laughs> she would be here because he's in the car. So in our Prius, you know, we've got the Bluetooth where we can just talk on the phone just through the speakers in the car. And that's how he would answer me if he's driving and then his mom would be like asking questions. She would be so really not, confused. She would be very what confused. What would be going on? She yeah. keeps asking him if he's still working on Halo. Oh. And it's like, yes, mom. That's all I work on now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah. I, I once called my mom on her cell phone and my dad's car picked it up on Bluetooth, but my mom was driving behind him in her car. Oh, yeah. But, like, her phone went to his car, so I was talking to him, and then, like, the signal got bad, or depending on how far away the guy It was really interesting. That is so yeah. weird. Yeah. Anyway, well. <laughs> it's funny, too. I don't know why this happens. I suppose it's on Wi-Fi, but the iPad rings when my phone rings if I'm in the vicinity of it. and some... You can turn that off. Okay, good. My laptop Because sometimes Anna will just answer it for Oh, us. no! <laughs> it's like you try that with a FaceTime thing too, like with Isaac's sister, just trying to get FaceTime to work, and it kept popping up on the iPad, and Anna kept hitting it. And we're like, "No, you need to stop. We're doing it on the phone." Like, ugh. that's so. Funny. But she sees something pop up, and she like it, like if yeah, I get a yeah. text message too, she's she like, will oh. open that up, and she loves to send emoticons to people. So she, <laughs> <laughs> she's a me- she's a message. She's the keyboard appears she's, oh, emoticons, and then she's like just. I'm, Goes nuts with the emoticons. That's like, hilarious. Everything she this can. It's like a sitcom plot waiting to yeah, happen. Yeah, totally. <laughs> this is like miscommunication. She could send the wrong message to somebody. <laughs> I know. Well, actually, one time, um, she was she was texting Isaac while um while he was in the UK, and she wanted to send emoticons, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And I had tapped typed in the wrong text message field and so it went to one of my mom friends and I'm like oh my god I'm so sorry (laughs) I'm like that was Anna and she's like yeah I figured because she texted back like a picture of her daughter in the back seat and I'm like oh crap that was the wrong (laughs) I guess like moms they get it though yeah yeah yeah, she totally gets it so um I will never forget the betrayal of the kissing Pusheen emoji on Facebook that I That we never speak of. <laughs> so, never yeah. send the wrong emoticon by mistake. Right, exactly. I never um, will again. <laughs> yeah, so emoticons, fun for three-year-olds, apparently. Yep. Um, but we were talking about Nintendo uh, mobile games, so we'll move back to Nintendo. Yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so in Japan, the gamepad for the Wii U is going to be sold separately for the first time. Yes. Ooh. Tell us so, about this, Courtney. Uh, there's this momentary excitement when I read this. You know, they're like, maybe the NX is going to be, or have GamePad as an accessory, or maybe finally Wii U's will have two GamePads, which, you know, Miyamoto kind of mentioned in passing in 2014, but I'm actually really glad that that isn't a feature, which I'll explain in a second. Uh, But all it is is uh, it's a replacement unit for if you break your GamePad. Right now in the United States, and every other part of the world other than Japan, if you break your GamePad, you have to buy a whole new console. They don't sell them separately. That is just... 
terrible. It's dumb. <laughs> yeah, luckily they're pretty durable. Like I drop, I've dropped mine a lot, and it's okay. But yeah, it's lame. Uh, so now you'll be able to do that. So good job, Nintendo. Thanks for getting on board with common sense. Um, <laughs> Literally like four years late. Yeah. yeah. So th- but I'm really glad that they're not introducing dual gamepad screens for the Wii U. This is something that they had thought of when they initially lost launched the console. But now that the Wii U hasn't been performing well, the idea of asking gamers to buy this it would be it's $100 for another peripheral. Like that's how much they're selling their placement piece for in Japan. To buy a $100 second gamepad for the Wii U is asking quite a lot. Yeah. And I think it's really smart because if they started designing a bunch of games that required two gamepads, that it could be, you know, disappointing. People wouldn't want to buy into that. It's a bad idea. Um, (laughs) Though, it would be awesome for Splatoon, which still only has super lame local (sighs) multiplayer which is, like, its biggest weakness is it's awesome online multiplayer and awesome single player, but there's, like, I don't like playing it with a group sitting next to me, which is my favorite way to game. Mm. It's so disappointing. I still can't quite get over how disappointing that was. Yeah. When the, multi- the online multiplayer is so, so good. And then we, you sit down to play the two-player, and it's like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Player <laughs> one is fine, and then player two is, like, no, it's awful. There's actually a hack where you can, like, strap your Wii remote to your Wii Motion Plus controller so that your Wii Motion Plus controller can get motion controls. And that does help a little bit if it works, <laughs> which I can only get it to work about 60% of the time that yeah. I've tried well, it. Well, you've done this? How do you do this? With a rubber band or something? Yeah, actually. Okay. Literally. It's, it's with a rubber band. And this is <laughs> official. There's, like, a drawing of it in the game. <laughs> you know, it's not... Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, um, that's bad. Why doesn't the Pro Controller have a gyroscope in it? These are like, questions for the ages. <laughs> oh, man. Every other console's controller has one. Yeah. It even has pro right there in the name. It's not so pro. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, well, Splatoon is still a great game. Yes. yes. Get Splatoon. Do it. Um, Get that bundle. So Destiny has introduced this new feature. If you refer one of your friends to play the game with you, you get... I don't remember what you get. Uh, you get a custom quest yes, called Tale of Two Guardians. You get a custom sparrow, a custom sword, a custom emblem, and custom some custom shader. custom shader and two custom emotes, one of which is like a dance and one of which is a high five. And they're <laughs> pretty. the greatest. Oh, this trailer was so cute. <laughs> Yeah. Everything that the the Rise of the Tomb Raider music video wasn't, this was. It was yes. just adorable. What was what was the song? Just was... the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> so it was two guardians running around to that song, and they're doing the little synchronized dance together. And they're it was, oh, it it was, was a just, delight. It was great. It makes me smile. I watched it like twice yesterday. Yeah. So mm. the, the way it works is that um, if you've been playing Destiny for so if you've played Destiny since I think November seventeenth before November seventeenth. Uh, no, if you've played it since November 17th, pretty since sure. Since before November 17th. Mm. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure because I tried to set it up on mine and I haven't played it since before November 17th, but it said I didn't qualify as a veteran. So I thought I maybe hadn't played it recently enough. That's fair. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you if you play Destiny, you could be a veteran and you can invite people who've never played it uh, who will be your referees, spelled like referees, yeah. um, but the people you refer, uh, you uh, somebody who's been playing it for less than a week, you can refer them, and then you guys will be linked, and you can go on cool dual adventures together, 
and referees or referees can, um, <laughs> can only be attached to one veteran, but veterans can be attached to up to four new players. So you can be like mm. the sugar daddy of destiny. Inviting yeah, your friends. bring all your friends into the fold. and Or the annoying <laughs> person that's like asking all of their friends <laughs> Please to play, with play me. Destiny. Please play with me. <laughs> yeah. and it's it only, made me yeah. want to play. It's only available on the PS4 and Xbox One, this feature. Uh, and you also have to be playing with somebody who's using the same kind of console as you. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, it looks pretty cute. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so Thanksgiving news. This is super cute. Even though I haven't played this game pretty much since it came out, Fallout Shelter, which is a free to play mobile game based on the Fallout universe, is going to have a Thanksgiving update in which the people who are eating will be eating turkey, <laughs> and everybody will be in pilgrims outfits. <laughs> it's already out, actually. Oh, is it already? Um, out? Yeah, it's yeah. here now. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty cute. I I like the idea of. Basically, my one of my favorite things about Fallout Shelter is that if you read the update notes, it's not just a bunch of technical specs. They're hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So whenever you update that app, you should, like, scan through them. They're really funny. Yeah. But the whole turkey thing is kind of weird because in the Fallout universe, there's no, like, <laughs> regular animals. So, like... It's probably like a rad turkey. Yeah, a rad <laughs> turkey or, or I don't know. I don't know if, like, the people, when you're eating, it's really, really small. It's hard to see what it is that they're eating. So maybe it's not a bigger. turkey. And maybe, maybe we should update Fallout Shelter and play it again. <laughs> it looks yeah. like a turkey. Like, it looks like a turkey? It doesn't yeah. actually really look like they're eating it. It's, there's just a giant turkey sitting on the table for decoration. Uh, okay. And then I, there's also, like, drawings of turkeys in the barracks. Oh, my gosh. That's nice. amazing. <laughs> as long nice. as it's not a giant rat. That's, oh, the, that's there's a, plenty of those. <laughs> yeah, they come and invade. Sorry, yeah, Linda. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of boring. I don't even know if we want to talk about it. GameStop's third quarter earnings were not so I good. I wrote that article. It is boring. <laughs> it is boring. Um, <laughs> their hardware sales and digital sales went up, but overall their um, revenue dropped by 3.4%, I think, or so, globally. The, this is because physical games are, are going not selling. Yeah. I've Which been is saying fine. that forever. Yeah. Yeah. No, Well, I'm going to say nobody believes me. Lots of people in my circle who are intelligent believe me. The CEO of GameStop doesn't believe you. Exactly. And he, yet they bought ThinkGeek. Yes. He said physical the games are never going away we talked about that i think a yeah, few episodes yeah we did because <laughs> crazy he has that to was say that yeah much. yeah um so that's gaming news uh so we all like things other than games so um i wrote down some movie and tv news so yes hey. jennifer lawrence is going to be a director jennifer lawrence if you don't know <laughs> <laughs> Is star of the Hunger Games series, the last movie of which just came out two or three weeks Friday. ago? Friday. No, oh, like, just like yeah. last Friday. So, um, so yeah, you should really kind of know who she is. Um, and, <laughs> She's uh, younger than me. Don't. That hurts Courtney. my feelings. Is she really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's terrible. way younger than me. She's won an Oscar. She's she is really great. Can I just I just she, love I her. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She seems no. just so kind of real and down to earth, mm-hmm. and especially after she tripped. Where was it? The Golden Globes or the Oscars or whatever? I think it was the Oscars. Yeah. She tripped going up the stage on her dress, and it's just like, of course you did. Yeah, of course you did. Because you're a real human. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the the story uh, is on Polygon. Yes, she's going to direct. They didn't have anything kind of more to say about that except for it's uh 
it's going to be something to deal with mental warfare. Those are finger quotes um, in the 50s or 60s. Huh. Um, it so, yeah, bizarre. Yeah. But I'm interested. Uh... Yeah, she can do a. I mean, acting, she can do a whole wide range of roles. Oh, so yeah. um, I'd be interested to see what she can do as a director. It must be about that um, incident where the CIA was testing hallucinogenic drugs on the public oh. without their knowledge. I'll bet that's. Mm. Oh, oh, no, oh, you're wow. totally right on. It mentioned yeah. something about acid. <laughs> yes, yes, it did. See, I didn't know about that. Thanks, Linda. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know, man. It'd be really bad to get a hit of acid and not know that you had taken anything. <laughs> yes. It'd be very dangerous. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, going to go perform brain surgery now. <laughs> I am glad to see more women getting director jobs. Yes. yes. She was one of those um, actresses in Hollywood that it was found out that she was making so much less money than yes. her co her male yeah. co-stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and that shouldn't happen. Stop that, Hollywood. It's 2015. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. So um, in this news that Courtney and Simone were talking about forever upstairs, the Captain America, what is a Civil War trailer? What is this? <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is heartache. I, I know Captain America, but they were just referring to it as Civil War. And I'm like, Civil War? That's because that's the, what the Civil War is all about now. They're changing yeah, the school curriculum. When, like, when you go to school, when Anna goes to school, they will be now teaching the Captain America Civil War movie in place yes. of the late 19th century. It was so funny to me because you guys are saying the Civil War trailer was great. And I'm just picturing like... <laughs> the North versus the South, like <laughs> Gone with the Wind ish type thing. I'm like, what is this? To be fair, I've been listening to the Hamilton musical for weeks, so I wouldn't blame you for can, thinking I had moved on to the Civil War. <laughs> the natural progression of the, can I Can I do a quick call out to yes. uh, College Humor? Please make this crossover video for me. <laughs> <laughs> the Civil War era, Civil War. That would be awesome. I need someone to do this. Yes. Yes, yes, I want that. Okay. Well, so okay, you, yeah. let me be the dumb old lady right here and ask you, what the heck are you talking about? Uh, Captain what? America: Civil War is the third Captain America movie. Okay. Uh, it's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, of which there have been like a dozen movies at least, yes. maybe more. It's huge. This and it's is getting huger. Yeah. So this yeah. is part of um, Phase Three in this uh, in the Avengers series, which started with Hulk and Iron Man and Captain America, the first one. And Thor. Thor. And then they had the Avengers movie, and that was like a bookend to phase one. And then there had the phase two movies where all of those franchises basically came back and had sequels. And then they had the second Avengers movie, Age of Ultron. And now they're in phase three. Um, You're and, an encyclopedia, yeah. not well, only of amazing. Nintendo. <laughs> so what does the Civil War refer to exactly? Uh, basically, there's a rift in the Avengers, and Iron Man and Captain <gasps> oh. America are against each other, and this trailer okay. is heartbreaking. It was oh. everything <laughs> that I wanted from it. I, we shouldn't spoil it, so we won't spoil it, but... It was a lot, especially <laughs> if you ship Steve and Tony and believe that they b- belong well, together forever. And frankly, especially if you ship love. Steve and Bucky and believe that they belong together forever. Steve and Tony forever. <laughs> Stucky forever. <laughs> Stony. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So um, uh, I didn't realize that Courtney and I actually have to have our own civil war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the, the civil war uh, meme that has been going around for so long is so funny. It's, it's like a series of three pictures where the top one will be a photo of Steve saying something like it's pronounced "gif," and then Tony will be like "gif," and then they just stare at each other. That says Captain America Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And all kinds of different things. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. 
And yeah. Then- um, so one more uh, TV-related thing. Uh, so HBO has released a teaser poster for Game of Thrones season six. I'm not going to tell you what's on the poster. Speaking if you of want, spoilers. If you want to see what's on the poster, just go on the internet anywhere because it is everywhere. It's, um, it's kind of one of those catch-22 spoiler situations where yeah. I feel like almost if you didn't say that it was a spoiler, it wouldn't be a spoiler. But then by calling out the fact that it is a spoiler, it becomes a spoiler. But is it a spoiler? Because you can't really tell what's happening in the exactly. picture. So if it's... you watch the TV show, you... I, I have theories. That's all I'll say. Right. But if you don't watch the TV show and you look at it, is it still a spoiler mm. is the question. Yeah. No. I was okay. saying that so, for um, for the fans yes. of if the you are, TV show. If you are a fan, you look at it and you have a lot of feelings. Yes. Yes. Definitely <laughs> yes. a lot like, of feelings. Like me. Yes. Me as well. Um, and I like there's – I don't – okay. I don't want to go into it too much. But there is a very kind of, I think, uh, stereotypical um, – uninteresting plot line that they could go down or there's a more interesting plot line that they could go down and i hope that they take the more interesting route so keep your fingers crossed <laughs> yeah um two yes. paths diverged in a wood <laughs> exactly um but it's interesting because they have exhausted all the material from the books uh, all of it. All of it's gone. So They're free now. <laughs> they're free to do what they want. Um so really quickly cuz we're running out of time uh, what have we been playing? I assume Assassin's Creed. Freaking Amiibo Festival, actually. Oh, okay. God, wow, we played wow. Amiibo Festival for what felt like 10 years. <laughs> it was not 10 years. So we played very small amounts of that game. What's that like, Simone? Uh, it is basically a board game. Uh, it's with the Animal Crossing universe. So um, it's it has all those cute characters, and you're going on a board, much like Mario Party, except unlike Mario Party, it doesn't have really any of the mini games in the board game mode. Courtney actually reviewed it, but I was Courtney's guinea pig to test out the uh, two player. <laughs> and I, the board game is adorable, but it's also super boring and yeah. very, very capitalist. But I got super into the stock market. Yes, that's S T A L K. Which stock was in, um, it was in Animal Crossing New Leaf um, yeah, and the, another one as well. City, the DS City one, Folk? the Wild, Wild, oh, World. Wild World. It was in that okay, one yeah. as well. I remember investing in my turnips. I invested yeah. <laughs> so much in those turnips. I got so into it. It's the turnip um, market. Yeah. It's basically like you're looking at me like I'm crazy. It's like actual like the stock market as in the S-T-O-C-K and that you buy turnips for a certain price and you just hold on to them uh, and try to sell them at a greater price. But you can only hold on to them for five days because after that they go bad and then they're not worth anything. Mm-hmm. So it's all kind of like it's trying to find from. out when, when every day the, the price value is of your turnips yes. either rise it's, or fall. It's really – it's kind of like mm-hmm. a nice lesson about the stock market. I learned a lot about myself yeah. except <laughs> real stocks don't go bad usually. yes that's true well yeah. depends yeah exactly <laughs> so when you should try depends p- on the company <laughs> you should try playing desert island escape which is one of the mini games in amiibo festival mm-hmm. that was my favorite part of the game um but you can only play it if you have at least three amiibo cards you can only play mm-hmm. the game at all if you have a, an animal crossing amiibo fe- uh, figure which luckily cards and a figure come with the box set you can't even buy this game um, off from the, the, from the e-store. Yeah. You can't, uh, yeah, because they know oh, you're going you're gonna to need toys for it. But some of the games in there require five or six cards, so you're going to have to buy extra. And then, of course, the more figures and cards you buy, the more characters you can play with in the game. Yeah, um, it's kind of it's all just like a really super capitalist exploit. Um, they talk but, a lot about money and their yeah. day-to-day lives and 
earning money, and then at the end, money is literally transformed into happy points. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Much like in real life. I feel like yeah, it'd be fun no. for kids who want to play a board game and don't have, like, don't, aren't interested in doing stuff that requires a lot of motor skills. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty fun. I will say um, very little of it requires any kind of strategy whatsoever. It's pretty much all luck games. Even like the stock market. Yeah, much like like shoots and ladders or something. So mm-hmm. if you're into that kind of game, sure. I personally found it kind of boring. Yeah. It was better playing with Simone because she got so passionate about the turnips. <laughs> and spice <laughs> things up turnips. a little. <laughs> nice. Um, so, Linda, how about you? Well, I am so proud of myself right now. I am, I'm over 30% on Assassin's Creed Syndicate. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Every spare scrap of half hour I have I play that game so I'm working my way through it and I'm I'm getting there so that's good congratulations and then the other thing we played as a group we had one of those Thanksgiving things that's not Thanksgiving where Mm -hmm. some family came over who are not going to be with us on Thanksgiving day and we played um Disney Fantasia Music Evolve, and my brother-in-law had us laughing so hard, we were rolling on the floor, literally. It was so funny because he couldn't understand how to play it, so all he did was flail around like this with his arms, and he did all right. That was like, it was the weirdest thing. So we were laughing very hard, and he looked like a total fool. That's how you hurt your knee. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Simone, I assume there's some Assassin's Creed in there. There actually wasn't because I've been writing oh my a gosh. lot. Well, that's that's yeah. good. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, I unfortunately, I've really only been playing Hearthstone. I was hoping to play some more Tomb Raider. My husband's been out of town. You know, I'm like, oh man. You know, I have to don't I don't have to like fight for the console. But it also means that I have 24 hour duty on Anna, and sh- I don't want her to. Watch me do – like, I was considering it. I'm like, well, I'm just doing the challenge tombs. Like, maybe that would be okay. But then I remembered some of the gruesome death scenes that Laura runs into if she falls. So I'm like, yeah, no. I probably shouldn't do that. So, yeah, so I haven't been able to play anymore. um, Is she still scared of of She was scared of the opening music. Yeah. Um, She's just like – she could hear it from the top – like, our – our console is in our, our bottom room and then we have the stairs coming up and like she's coming down to say goodnight to me. And just at the top of the stairs, she's kind of like freaking out with oh. Isaac saying, I don't want to go down there because this game is scary. And so like he's like, mm. oh, OK, she, you know, she'll pause it. She'll pause it. And I did say goodnight to her. And she's like, wait till I'm up the stairs <laughs> and pause it. And it was like that for a couple of days. It's mm. so sad. Gosh. Um so I wish I wish I could play some Tomb Raider, but I really can't. Not today. Um, so I've been playing Hearthstone. They recently released another um, single player mode, which is pretty cool, and I have gotten an awesome legendary card from that thing. If you haven't, if you play Hearthstone and you haven't done the new single player thing, you totally should, because um, if you finish the first one, you get a card of the. Uh, Indiana Jones knockoff character mm. called Reno Jackson. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and his thing is if you have no duplicates in your deck, so if you have all different cards in your deck and you play him, he heals your hero completely. <gasps> what? Completely. He has saved my butt so many times. That's amazing. It's And it's really kind of funny because we play against somebody and they've got like 28 health and I'm all the way down to four and they're like, yeah, I got this. No problem. Reno Jackson. Sorry. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, that's super awesome. Uh, I don't know. That might be a card that gets nerfed at some point. But <laughs> Sounds like it might. But yeah. it, is, uh, it has been very, very valuable. Deck was standing there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's the uh, the blue turtle. Yeah. The blue the turtle, turtle show. The blue turtle show, yes. Nice. Um, yeah, so that's that. Have you been just Amiibo or is uh, there something else you want to talk about? I've been playing Mario Tennis Ultra Smash, which oh, I'm right. reviewing right now. Um, and I wasn't super looking forward to this game because I felt kind of like it was a consolation prize for Star Fox Zero and Legend of Zelda for Wii U. But it's pretty good. I don't know. I It's kind of like a rhythm game when I play it. I'm just watching the ball bounce back and forth and I get into this trance. It's very soothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, there you go. Yeah, but I like it. Um, there's not a lot to it. It's it's pretty simple. The game modes do not differ from each other very much, but eh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's my verdict. You can play as Boo, which is all I have observed about it and all I care about, frankly. Yes, Boo, Boo is the best. Boo is great. He's my so you can, pl- can you play two-player? Yeah, you can okay, play up yeah. to four-player. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. It yeah. makes it kind of a party game-ish type yeah. game. Courtney's trying to get me to play with her, but I keep not having time. Shh, working. Mm. Reviewing games is work, too, Simone. Jeez. Mm. Play more tennis with me. Mm. No. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, you can send those to hello at pixelkin.org. You can find us on Twitter, Pixelkin underscore org, and Gaming with Moms. You can find us on Facebook, Simply Pixelkin. If you're listening to us on iTunes, you should review us, uh, even if you don't like what you hear. Please <laughs> help us. Um, if you're listening on Overcast, uh, please recommend any episodes that you like. We are also on Blog Talk Radio, uh, where which is a browser-based thing, but you can follow us on there, so you should follow us. And finally, we are on YouTube, youtube.com slash user slash pixelkinorg. And that's it. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back with you next week. Bye. This podcast was recorded in the studios of the Jack Straw Cultural Center in Seattle, Washington.